Okay, uh, welcome back. This is our second podcast. Uh, I'm Jillian, in case anyone forgot. And I'm McKenna. Yep, we're we're trying this for a second time, so thank you for anyone who listened to the first one and is now listening now, because we're just going to keep talking. If any of you guys out there are looking to have a really fun job, either hiring spring term or fall term of next year, the CHC communications team, which is what McKenna and I work for, is hiring new writers for the spring and the fall. In the newsletter, there's an application link, and you guys can like look that up there. It is super fun to work for the CHC. You get to make your own hours. You get to interview a lot of cool people. Really like hone in your writing style if that's something you're interested in. Regardless of if you think you can be in this position or not, just apply for it. It's super fun. You get to see the behind the scenes of what goes on here. Yeah, you might surprise yourself. And there's a lot of free or like leeway in where we work. Like I originally came in for videography and now I'm doing this podcast and I'm writing and it's just you can do a lot with this job and it's super fun. So I would definitely check that out, guys, if you were interested in or need a job. Um, so April is financial literacy month. I hope I'm right on that. I saw a post on Instagram. So I'm just that's what I'm going with. So we thought we'd take the opportunity to talk about maybe some scholarship opportunities and ways that you can get scholarships as a student, because we all know student debt's real and scholarships are very important and integral to, you know, kind of our own well-being after and during college. So in the newsletter, there is the Office of Distinguished Scholarships. I didn't even know this was a thing until I saw it in the newsletter. So that's why you should check your newsletters. They are having Zoom meetings on April 30th. They just had one recently. So April 30th. And then there's another one in May and you sign up and it's a great way to get some information on scholarships that grant a variety of funding for if you're looking for research, graduate study, leadership development, civic engagement, or if you need a scholarship for study abroad, I definitely would check them out. It's a great resource, different types of scholarships. And honestly, like I wish I had applied for more scholarships when I was starting out. So take my advice. Always check your newsletter. And if you are not signed up for it, A, it should come to your inbox, email inbox as a CHC student. If you are not currently signed up for it, go check our Instagram bio and the link there. You can click on the one that takes you to getting subscribed. You can see our most recent newsletter stories that the CHC comm team writes. You can get job opportunities, scholarship opportunities, just across the board. It's such a great resource. Yeah. And it's a pretty quick read too. You can kind of scroll through it. If you don't have a lot of time, if you're like, no, I'm going to check my email. We also write on that. So that would be cool if you guys supported us. Thank you. Um, And then something kind of outside of the UO, there's plenty of online websites to go for if you're looking for scholarships. I have used bold.org bold.org and just a huge database for they rank scholarships from easy to apply to no essay scholarships scholarships that would fit you if you have these particular interests or backgrounds so there's tons of resources out there and we just wanted to let y'all know because it's financial literacy month so money that's all I have to say about money (laughs) money our next kind of thing that we wanted to check in is another like kind of mental health check-in with how we're doing with what's going on. It's been over a year since all this crazy stuff started. And I don't know about you, but I kind of take spring term as like second chance for New Year's resolutions that I kind of forgot about. during. Oh yeah. It's kind of like, I I saw a tweet recently that was like, you don't think that seasonal depression is real until the sun comes out and it's like a party drug. But that's how it feels where I'm like, I feel alive again. I feel like 
all of a sudden, like you said, it's like a new year's resolution spring cleaning my life. Yeah. Like the world smiled at me. Like finally yeah, exactly Ooh, things now and not feel like depressed or something. So I'm like, you know, trying to figure out, you know, ways to reinvent myself. I'm drinking less coffee, more matcha. Big thing for me. Wow. I'm impressed. I'm a health queen, <laughs> but something that like I've noticed a lot is that I say sorry as like every other word sometimes when I'm talking to people. It's not because I'm trying to apologize. It's just because it's like a natural thing that comes out of my mouth. And I just say, sorry, like I'm walking by someone. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. And it's like, I don't need to say sorry. It's 2021. I've lived through a pandemic. I have nothing to be sorry for. I mean, if you've done something terrible, I would definitely apologize. (laughs) Other than that, you don't need to say sorry. You can just say, thank you for waiting. It like, makes you seem like you know how much you value your time and you value others time but you know you you deserve to take up some space and you don't need to apologize for just anything that you don't understand if you don't understand something ask about it you don't need to say i'm sorry i don't know just say i'm not sure move on you'll research it if you need to so that's something i'm trying to do more of a say sorry less I love it. You don't need to apologize for existing. My big thing coming into spring quarter is to get outside more, which sounds so silly because like I mentioned in the last podcast that I'm training for a half marathon, like I get outside to run. But I realized that other than that, I'm so cooped up in my room. I've been in Eugene for three years now. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I have a year left. How much of Eugene have I not seen? So me and my best friend decided that it's our big goal that we want to go on an adventure every weekend, if not every other weekend. And kind of a first step for that, because you know, a lot of things are closed, is I actually got my first dose of the vaccine last week. I know, crazy. And I'm super, super afraid of needles. Like I am not, it's embarrassing to say, but like as a kid, I used to like kick the nurses and they had to hold me down to give me a shot type of deal. It's fine. But I went, I got my first dose of the Pfizer vaccine on the third. It didn't hurt at all. I was like having a panic attack in my car beforehand being like, oh my God, am I really doing this? Like almost second guessing myself, even though I know I'm doing something beneficial. And I pulled up, it was a drive through at Autzen and the lady literally just did it while she was talking to me and I didn't even notice. I wish my doctors would have done that because I freaked Seriously. out too. No, it was super easy. I had some arm soreness the next couple days, but other than that, We've been chilling since then. So was able to go, went on a hike last weekend, going to try and get out this weekend as well and enjoy Eugene. Yeah. I mean, take advantage of any great weather you guys are having out there. Um, That was one thing I definitely wish I had done more when I used to live out in Eugene because I'm now home and I'm graduating soon. So I'm probably not going to be up there a lot more. But the few times where I went on hikes, I was like, I need to do this like every other weekend. Like you said, it's so relaxing and it's, a different environment that I'm used to. And it was just seeing like the forest and the trees. It's just, it's beautiful. It's breathtaking up there. So I'm really hoping I'm looking at, there's a, uh, I'm not sure the exact name, but there's this falls that has like suspension bridge near it. It's about two hours from here, kind of closer to Portland. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to get up there this quarter and go explore over there. Yeah, no, that would be, that would be cool. So yeah, get outside and say, sorry, Liz. Those are two, two bits of advice. Pretty easy to follow. Like but life-changing, good stuff. Yeah, just providing like insane amounts of advice here on this podcast. So and speaking of advice, we also wanted to answer some student questions that we had submitted. I'm not saying I'm an expert in any of these topics, but one of the questions was just talking about the thesis process. So I'm in the thesis process right now because I'm a senior. 
I literally had a meeting this morning that this was recorded talking about when I need to get drafts in for my thesis in the next two months. And it's a little freaky, but you know, my advisor really great gave me a lot of reassurance that you're on the right track. So advisors are your friend. They're there for you. They want you to succeed. I mean, a lot of people say that about professors, but you will get really close with your advisor and your thesis committee group and just put a lot of faith and trust in them. They've they've been through this exact same process before. I mean, I'm a history major, so my advisor's in the history department and we will completely like destroy the writing process saying how much like it how much pain it has caused us, I guess. <laughs> Both of us. And he's a professional and it's just really funny to see how those are connected. So the whole process, I mean, if you can kind of start it like freshman year, sophomore year, um, you can take a thesis orientation class, which I would kind of like, I would highly recommend. It kind of feels like you're jump, like you're jumping in without knowing how to swim when you take that class, because you realize like, oh, I, they make it, it kind of feels like you have to start everything up now. Yeah. But you can take your time. I mean, I, my thesis topic was totally different. The one I thought I wanted to do way back when, and I kind of took a break. I didn't think, I didn't honestly think about my thesis for a solid year, like yeah. sophomore, maybe beginning of junior year, which is not great, but it's kind of something that I felt for me has kind of happened naturally. I was able to kind of double dip some of my history classes with my honors college classes and figure out a topic that worked for me. And yeah, there's also the, I think it's HC 407. I might have the number wrong on that. But it is a thesis prospectus class that you're required to take. And again, it kind of feels like you're being hit with a truck of information. (laughs) By the end of it, you'll have a prospectus, which if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like an outline of what you're saying you're going to do with your thesis. And basically the class is you present on that as often as you can. And it's brief. Like you do little five minute presentations and it gets you very familiar with where the holes in your argument are, where you need to research more, where your strengths in your paper and what you should capitalize on. And you're getting to hear all these different thesis topics because there were people in business, human phys, economics, accounting, psychology. And I got to like ask people questions about their thesis that I had no idea any of what their topic was at all. And I was asking questions and it was really cool to learn what a lot of my other peers are interested in researching. And I got to share with them my thesis and stuff that they probably never would have considered before. So so what I'm hearing is utilize the people around you. Yes. You're all going through the same thing. And I know it can kind of feel weird right now if you're, well, now that we're not all technically together, it can kind of feel a little like isolated, but try to keep in touch with people. And there's a lot of resources, like there's a thesis writing circle that you can zoom in on. And we also have the link for that in our Instagram bio. Yes, definitely check that out. It's uh, really helpful and it'll get you some good like peer resources and peer mentors. Really just check out the CHC Instagram bio. Basically, yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff there. But yeah, as far as like the whole process goes, there's a lot online that's a lot more comprehensive than anything that I will be able to say. But if you're scared about it, don't be. It's literally just another paper. I don't know if that's comforting for anyone, but like honors college students, if you hand us something and say, write a paper about it, we're like, yep, got it. Good. I'm on it. Yeah. So it just think of it as just one other paper. And it's kind of cool because you can do it on literally anything you want. So I'm having honestly a pretty good time writing about what I'm doing. And yeah, just don't be scared of the process. Trust the process. <laughs> it's really- TTP, trust the process. Trust the process. It'll happen. I think hopefully I answered whoever or maybe ease some like 
I don't know, trepidation that that person had about the thesis writing process. If not, I will try. Also, if you ever want to hear about other people's theses, theses, yes. um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the plural of thesis is. Jill and I actually met filming for the, the Honors College. We did a thesis Thursday profile each week on a different person and what their thesis was about. And you can check that out on the Clark Honors College YouTube page. You can see all of our old ones. Maybe get some inspiration for your own and some resources through that as well. Yeah. They're pretty short, but they're pretty, I think they're pretty comprehensive and we had a lot of fun doing them. So I was going to say, I had a fun time with them. We met yeah. some cool people. Yeah, we did. I mean, I met some people. I was like, damn, I never would have thought to like write about this and yeah. this that you're doing it and kind of definitely inspired me and made me think like, yeah, I can, I can do this thesis. Yeah, let's exactly. do it. Exactly. Maybe they'll make a video about me one day. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm, I enjoy this podcast because no one can see me. <laughs> no one can actually look at us. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, unless you guys apply for the CHC communications team, then you might get to see how we look. We look like complete idiots doing this. So unless for whatever reason you like find us on social media or like yeah, my online persona. Oh yeah, even then you're not even seeing the the us that records this podcast. No, the us is very scary. <laughs> yeah, it's something else. Yeah, but I hope we'll continue to do this again for maybe a third one and a fourth one and a fifth one, depending on how far this goes. Yeah. Uh, but for our next one, we're going to be trying to touch on the like BIPOC experience in the Honors College. And McKenna actually knows or has some information on our guests we're hoping to get. So Yes. Can- so our guest, fingers crossed, she told me she would do it. So stay tuned. <laughs> Uh, is actually my very best friend and my roommate. Her name is Alexis Han. She is a Vietnamese immigrant in the Honors College. She is also in the Gamma Phi Beta Sorority. She is on Mock Trial. She does Asher. She is on in Mortarboard, which is the National Honor Society. Uh, she's working like she is without a doubt, the smartest human being and like most involved human being I have ever met. So I'm very excited for her to be able to tell y'all her story and her experience as a person of color in the Honors College. Yeah, I mean, can't she sounds great. Can't I can't wait to meet her. And honestly, like, she's doing everything that I wish I had done. So. Oh, same. <laughs> I swear. It's like we're hanging out and she'll like offhandedly mention something she's involved in. And I'm like, when did you start doing that? Yeah, like, like I don't think I've done anything different since like last may yeah <laughs> seriously seriously so be on the lookout for that next one guys i think we're also going to be trying to have dr angela rovac on here at some point we love um, her she's so funny i mean you can ask her literally anything you want and she'll give you the most wholesome but funny answer so she's fantastic super entertaining but we're hoping to have her on just for some advising tips she's I think she specifies in freshman year advising so if you are a freshman right now or maybe if you know someone who's going to be a freshman and they want to like be able to hear who Dr. Angela Roback is tell them to listen to one of our upcoming podcasts because we'd appreciate it yeah yeah I think that's I think we've covered about everything and we're really happy that we get to do this podcast again and hope you guys don't find us too annoying. <laughs> Thank you for listening, for taking yeah. the time. 